Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of Fajitas Tonight with me, Morgana. And me, Elle. We've got a very special special for you today. A special special. Why is that, Elle? Um, we are going to be talking to my lovely Nan about feminism and how it's changed over the years. Exactly, you heard correctly. Fajitas Tonight, we are currently on tour. We're in Surrey. We are in Surrey. We are oh, in sorry. Elle's house, which, can I just clarify, looks like a show home. Please see my Insta. Um, I actually feel like a young professional. The colour scheme is like grayscale, but with plants. Also, like some brown tones. There is a really cool swing thing in the background. It's just you're making that sound really cool. The swing chair is like quite old. Your room, your house is actually amazing and so clean. My mum likes when people say that our house is like a show home. So I'm not allowed to live in the house. I just exist in it. I mean, it is very clean. I'm worried. I'm just sitting here. I'm getting it. Well, look at that mini somewhere. down there. There's a oh, handheld yeah. hoover. She'll be changing around with that later. <laughs> Dan walked in last night, my stepdad, and trod grass in, and she was actually, like, going after him with the hoover. She just went mental. <laughs> That's so funny. But anyway, we are sorry for not recording the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, we had a very busy last week where I was away playing corfball. Yeah. Morgana was getting all her work done and... Had to go home for an emergency, and it's we've all just... Our lives have been... Busy, yeah, like ships in the night. Yeah, and then Um, last weekend was our last weekend at uni before exams. Yeah, Morgana celebrated her birthday. I did in a tragic style. I could have done better. What time did we get there? Did we get there at half twelve? And you had to be taken home at quarter past one. I've never been kicked out of a club before. Well, now you can add that to your list of things achieved at twenty-two. Well, we're all going to do it once, haven't we? Onwards and upwards, just getting more mature with age. Can we just? Um, can we just? Great night up until that point. I mean, do you remember it? I remember only the good bits, which is quite bad because <laughs> Jean's obviously like you were terrible, and I was like, oh, but I thought we were having a great time together. Yeah. So kind of good. Selective memory. Can you just clarify why exactly you got kicked out? What was the event that happened? Because I was sick. Where? Behind the bar. Behind the bar. Behind the bar. No, apparently there were mushrooms in it. G couldn't nice. touch them for a week. 22 and classy, that's what we like to do. I and know. you had a Burger King crown on, and I don't know where. You I don't know that. where I got that. Oh, God, all the pictures you can just see in my eyes. I'm not there. No, yeah, <laughs> just on another level. Um, but yeah, so apologies for the hiatus. My artist from Fajita tonight. I know we've had lots of um, fans asking where we've been. We actually have had a few people ask. We, so. we really have. We're not just saying that as an ego boost. And so we have to apologise that we are actually both on our Easter break right now, working hard, revising hard, doing essays. So there will not be a, another episode for another few weeks. Yeah, I'd say two weeks. Yeah, when we'll be reunited for Elle's birthday. It's crazy Yay! how it's coincided with birthday times. I know, and I can't wait to have an exam over that period too. It's really, I know. really exciting. It's going to be a good one. But, um, so sorry for that, guys. Yeah, apologies in advance. We're making up for it with the content right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, student life getting in the way. Yeah, apologies, everybody. But we are on tour, and Fajitas tonight is going onwards and upwards. You know, next time we can go... Oh, I think we should do another country. Should we do one in Malaga? No, that'll annoy the other people. We could do one in Malaga. But then it would just be us, like, drunk on sangria, saying that we've read a book today. Oh, that would be a good... (gasps) We should do a bumper book special. Definitely. on tour. So, like, drink throughout the day, obviously. Yes. And then review the books that we've been reading. I think this is a fantastic idea. I'm fully for this. If you would like a bumper book special on tour drunk in June time, just kind of like comment on yeah. anything. Or tweet us. Tweet us. At Fajitas Tonight. Yeah. Um, or just message us privately and say you'd like it because I think we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say whatever you guys say, we probably will just it's do it anyway. Done. Yeah. 
yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye. (laughs) I don't know why I just said bye. Am I drunk? So Fajitas and I are currently on tour. We are no longer in Birmingham. We are in Surrey. Woo! We've gone national. Represent. And we have a very special guest here today, which is... My lovely Nan. Hi. It's Di, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Di. Hi. Introduce, Hi, yourself, you introduce yourself quickly for us. My name's Di. <laughs> Good. And I'm Elle's Nan. That's great. That's all you need to know. How old are you? Well, for my sins, I'm 70. You look great. It's, it's fine, Thank Anne. you very much. Um, she's just had a warm, hot beverage in front of her, so hopefully this will be a nice little candid conversation mm-hmm. about Nan's experience as a woman through the ages. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, we uh, see what information I can impart. We thought we'd just start off with a very general question, so you can kind of go in any direction with this. But right. just like, how do you think opportunities for women have changed, like over the course of your lifetime? Vastly. Um, when I was young, um, I did my GCSEs and I did A levels, but my dad wouldn't let me go to university because he said, "You don't educate your um, women because women just." Have children and it's not worth really? educating them. And what did you want to go and do? I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, like a primary, secondary. Yeah. yeah. So what I did in the end was a um, commercial course with accounts, so that I could be a shorthand typist and I would always be in work, according to my dad, and that's what he told me. So he basically chose. He your chose my course. He chose the career. Did you have any brothers who this was like compared to? Or yeah, any I had a brother. Like I've got a brother who's. Uh, 13 months younger um, and he was an engineer because you do educate men because men are going to be the breadwinners and the head of the family so yeah in those days we were just baby makers and so how old were you when you first met um, Grandad Dave that's my mum's father I was 17 (laughs) 17? yeah 17 and when did you marry? I married him when I was 20 and oh god yeah and had Yvonne when I was well she came to my 21st birthday you had a baby yeah she was three months old on my 21st birthday oh we're not emotionally (laughs) mature enough for something like that (laughs) definitely not nor was I it was such a shock a real shock but where do you think the expectation to like baby make like came from do you think it was from parents or was it from people around you like all comparing yourselves to each other like I should be doing that now she's doing no, that now it was just the dumb thing it was a dumb just... thing to get married so it wasn't early. unusual that you no, were no, no everybody 20, did yeah. mm. everybody did we'd all had our babies by the time we were 24 so you had two by the age of 20 by 23 I'd had wow. two I should and... be popping them out soon though I know yeah get 22. on it but you see as I've always said to you um, I just think you're in your 20s is the best time to have children because your body is ready for it in your 20s but then if you look at the way that we live our lives now yeah. it wouldn't fit in would it because no, we're still learning we haven't started working yet no so mm. i guess that's but at the end of the day change. your body clock is mm. the one thing that hasn't changed so um you know if you wait until your mid-30s or and even 40 you might not be able to have children. Because... Well, I know that Google and other big companies, there's mm. been some talk about that how they are um, encouraging and paying for women to freeze their eggs. Yeah, so that they that's can what have we'd have to do. Degree, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess there's opportunities to... Yeah, that, that's things a positive have changed. Thing in a way, yeah. Yeah. And how do you think that having children and marrying so young impacted your potential career? 
Well, all my life, I, I was very ambitious. Um, so all my life, I was always at the top of my career. Like I was a PA and I worked for all the top directors. Woo-woo. Yeah. So yes, from that point of view, um, it was good. But I always regretted the fact that I was never allowed to be a teacher. You know, mm. never allowed to go to university. Yeah. And people used to say, oh, you can go when you're older. But, you know, life happens and you just never get... Well, I didn't get the opportunity to do mm. it, so... And so for the times, I mean, when did you divorce Grandad? You were quite young still, weren't you? Yeah, we were married... For, well, we were together for 13 years and married for 10. So when I, by the time I was 30... Already divorced. We got divorced. And was that quite unusual at the time, to be a single mother of two? Yeah, yeah. it was actually. Mm. Um, very hard. Mm. Um, but we... When I think back now, we had a good life. Um, well, we lived in a huge house because the job that he had um, enabled us to do it. And so immediately we had to sell this house and I had to move to a two, two up, two down um, with two children. So And, and then, then look after myself. And obviously mm. then you had to progress in your career to be able to afford that house right so you had to continue you were a working mother before well I was very lucky actually because I he gave me a house with no mortgage Mm. so I didn't have to I didn't have a mortgage or anything like that but I had to work and um, bring up the two children Mm. had lots of help from parents and lots of work from help from who I worked for because they at the time they said right you can work from home two days a week and come up to London three days a week so that was fortunate for me to be able to do that. So, yeah. You made it, was, it work. Well, you have to, don't you? Mm. So, throughout your lifetime, have there been anything that you feel like you've really seen women's rights progress because of a certain thing has come through, like in society, or like looking back, what was the biggest obstacle to women? What do you think? Well, when I was young, it was a man's world. And Still is. This is a man's yeah, it's, world. Honestly, it, it's been a, such a struggle for women. And, you know, we wanted to leave home. I wasn't allowed to go to university. And I, the only way to do it was to have your own house. But you weren't allowed, women were not allowed to rent without a man. So basically you had to get married. That's um, shocking. To leave yeah, the home. To leave home. And also we weren't allowed bank accounts. Our husbands had to... This is so dystopian, like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah. you're watching it die, but that's like, it starts to freeze women's bank accounts. And we watch that like, oh, that's just so yeah. shocking. But yeah. it's actually in such recent yeah. history. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And even when I had a mobile phone, I wasn't allowed to have them. Even then, um, actually, Vic had to sign for my mobile phone. You only mm. got that changed last year. Well, I haven't, yeah. managed, I haven't managed... Well, yeah, but that was really difficult yeah. to actually get that changed wow. because I had a mobile phone for my 50th, I think it was, so that was in 1998. Yeah. And even then, he had to sign for my mobile phone. And do you remember, like, these positive changes coming through? Do you remember thinking, oh, wow, now I can buy a house on my own, or did it just feel so gradual? Well, it, just felt, it just felt normal. I mean, at least we were on the housing ladder. Mm. And by the time I was 30, because of my divorce, mm. I owned a house outright. Mm. So, so you like skipped a step? Yeah, from that point of view, it was, it's unbelievable. What was um, the thing about credit cards? Could you... Yeah, we weren't allowed to have credit cards either. Wow. Um, I can't remember when, I think, well, your mum was born in 1971. Mm. 
and didn't have a credit card then. Just about came in for credit cards that we were allowed to, women were allowed to have. But I think the thing that really changed was when the pill came. In, oh, in 1961, yeah. Yes, and I was a child of the 60s, mm. in actual fact, but it passed me by. You know, when, they, when you go back to the 60s and they say, oh, what a wonderful decade this was, mm-hmm. to live through it, in actual fact, it wasn't that wonderful as such. We all missed out, unless you were hippie or in the upper echelons of society. Really? Um, you sort of missed out on all that, I think. So, yeah, it was just life really but the pill changed everything well yeah. gave women more autonomy gave them yeah freedom because we knew that sexual freedom yeah, yeah. that uh, we could well do what we wanted really from that point of view let your freak flag fly so you know when you look at it i had a child at 20 another one at 22 so by the time um yvonne was 18 mm-hmm. i was only 38 so that's really when your life my began. life began mm, because wow. children were off hand they'd left home and so yeah what do you think about sort of like the time that we're growing up in now do you think that that's, oh. would you have, <laughs> would you have liked to have been a woman in the I think the, the opportunities for you are absolutely fantastic mm. from the point of view of education mm-hmm. um, but I think um, you might have a struggle in this day and age to get to where we got at a young age you know mm. owning our own because things are done things in a like different that. order because yeah. now we'd wait yeah. longer to have yeah. children and then that does come with other health problems potentially doesn't it yeah. to have children at a later age exactly and also i guess like because you had children so early your career could really kick off well i didn't have a career i had a job okay that's the difference yeah My, i have a job you will have a career so that's a positive yeah. thing but in some ways there's more pressure now because we have more opportunities it's yeah. like oh she's got to have it all she's yeah. got to have a career and also juggle babies and just be beautiful and, and all the other yeah. things and that, you know. yeah exactly and it's and it because it's compared to the past where women were more restricted it's like well now you've got the opportunities you have to use all of them we've got like and a course responsibility you to, yeah to utilize every opportunity that is presented to us mm. which is mm-hmm. like obviously Obviously, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Like, that's going to be exciting. But I think for some, that might be quite daunting, like mm. knowing that you... I think one of the things you might consider is not having children. That is something that's really coming on. Have you heard about Birth Strike? They were in the news no. the past few that's days. So it's this group of women who basically... Um, for the environment are deciding not to have children because apparently the worst thing you can do for the environment is to have more children and it's like everyone's kind of looking at them as quite extremist and like whoa whoa but um i think i i do get the argument and it yeah. is in a way them like controlling their own body but then i think still today we have that ex- the expectation of yeah. oh when are you going to have kids like it's so bridget jones isn't it like oh still single bridget and like yeah. when are you going to be popping out these babies I think that expectation is still, still there because it's inbuilt it's inbuilt yeah. to procreate this biological clock yeah. yeah yeah. so it's a conscious decision that mm. you would have to make as to whether you want to have children or not and it's still unusual to decide not to yeah which Even is if sad you put in your career should first. be should be accepted that that's okay like mm. what, why, what do other people benefit from like encouraging others to have children if they don't want them like if you said you didn't want a child like how does and genuinely how does that affect me mm. like it doesn't but some people find it i know i wonder if people find it personally offensive like oh you don't want a child but i've got a child what are you trying to say yeah about my lifestyle maybe it's like when people are 
vegan or vegetarian and meat eaters take that as an mm. attack on them yeah it's not, it's i know like a thing. moral yeah. a higher ground oh so you think you're better not... than me well no i just don't want children it's just, <laughs> yeah. not, it's just not the done thing not mm. to have children it's the unusual yeah. one yeah definitely uh, and there are a lot of people now that kind of think that they don't want children and then get to the age yeah. where it's like, oh, time's up and they decide and, they do. And also, like, I personally, like, I do want children and I do want to get married and have family. And I'm like, does that make me a bad feminist? Yes. You know when you have that? And it's actually yeah. like, my life goals should be that I really want to be an amazing career woman and I want to reach the top of my industry. But actually, like, I'd love to get married and have kids. Does yeah. that make me backward for my time I always question like why is it something that's innate is it because there's mothering Mm. instinct or is it because I've been brought up and like we live in a society which can't untangle itself from ideas of women as mothers Mm. as homemakers as wives and Mm. these narratives we're fed like we've talked about like through rom-coms through films through stories yeah definitely through watching just how other people live is you will meet someone you will settle down have a child and I'd, I'd like I want that but again like am I a bad feminist but then is that a natural thing or is it just something that's taught yeah that's the question because boys never get asked so when are you like you're single when are you going to settle down then when are you going to be having the kids like it's just not a question have you thought about what sort of person you want to marry ooh I don't know if I'm going to that's a whole other podcast that's a whole other podcast (laughs) is it are you going to marry um there's the assumption that we're going to marry there now all right, so well, I mean, I did just say I'm talking about <laughs> She's having a relationship with somebody long term. Do you, if you did have a relationship with somebody, do you consider it be for life? Because life for you is going to be a Bloody very long, long time. time. So, do you think you'll have numerous relationships well, throughout your life? <laughs> I've got a boyfriend. I cannot say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry, um, Ben. You got a sell by day. Out <laughs> next one. No, I've, I've spoken about this. On, we've said this before on the podcast. Where mm. like, I think that people like the idea of the one I think there's many people that you could get on with the soulmate yeah I think that probably realistically in a lifetime it's going to be more likely for most people that they will have multiple relationships considering Mm. we live so long now um, Mm. and you change all the time um but I, I don't know, I can't really, wouldn't be able to guesstimate that. Yeah, it's hard to predict, really, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's a nice idea to think that you would be with one person for a long time. Mm-hmm. But is it realistic in this day well, and age? I don't know. I mean, I don't understand this online dating. Ooh. I don't really... That's Neither a whole we. other field, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've never done it. Morgana yeah. doesn't bother. Yeah, so exactly. You've never, have you, you, neither of you have ever done it. We've gone a cow, but I don't think I was we. a massive ever... A <laughs> Yeah, no, I, yeah, Elle goes on it. I'm just saying, then, like, let me on Tinder, let me swipe. Oh, swipe, swipe. I know, Elle's swiping for me. If you've been swiped, it was Picton. <laughs> Not Ali Grumman, though. <laughs> we don't name on this podcast. He listens, he'll be interested to hear that. Hi, um, um, Yeah, I lost yeah. my train of thought then. Well, I think we should probably, probably, wrap, probably wrap, wrap it up. up but... well, we should leave with a parting question. Like, what are your, like, what is your big hope for the future? Like, the like for your hope for women what things do you see that still need to be changed and that you hope will progress well I do hope and there's a big drive towards equality Mm. and I do hope that eventually that will happen but I think in some ways it's going the other way that um, (laughs) the men are the ones that are um, suffering at the moment oh Oh, I'm going to cut that out (laughs) it's gone the other way no it hasn't right, shut that out then if you want to but I just think... Do you mean under like their under scrutiny from me too? Yeah. And stuff like that. Under, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's necessary. You know, it's... Um, I think that women now have the upper hand as far as all that's concerned. Oh, I don't know about that. But you that. see, <laughs> you see, when I was at work, 
often got my bottom pinched. But that's not normal. Yeah, that that's bad. Accepted. But we just dealt with it. We had to deal with it. There's no other way of doing it. No one would help you or anything like that. So aren't you glad that Me Too is around I'm now sad, to prevent I'm, that? I think it's brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. But it's sad that, that that is what the norm was. Yeah, because And that we was were, what was accepted. I mean, women really, what, just objects for men's. So when you're saying that the men are suffering, do you not think that they're actually just being oh. held accountable for something that shouldn't have happened but unfortunately did in the past? I feel like that's what... Is that what you're trying to mm. say? Yeah. You don't agree with it and... I think it's hard for them because it's, you know, it's normal. Not to pinch somebody, but it's normal to... Have that power. Yeah. 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 And so the power Walk into being, a room and own it. Yeah, but the power's being taken away from them now and they don't know how to Yeah. Um, mm. react to it. So I think, you know, women... Are... Unite and teach them how to deal with it. Onwards and upwards. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right, well, Is that thanks. It? Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming Thank you, Di. All you wanted. Yes, that's all you wanted. <laughs> just 16 minutes of your time. You could oh, be a recurring okay. cast character. Another Funny. episode. <laughs> I could uh, speak for England. It doesn't seem that long. Do you want to over and out and say goodbye? Well, that was very interesting, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I hope a lot of people listen to it and realise how much life's changed for them and how great it is in this day and age. Woo, women! Whoop, whoop. And on to the best segment of all. Elle, what have you been consuming this week food-wise? Food first? Food first, food always. Um, okay, so my favourite meal of the last two weeks has been your birthday Damascena meal. Oh, lush. So yeah, it was. Um, I had the meze platter, which had fresh falafel on it. Delicious. Mm. I had classic hummus. Um, then I had some fatouche, little salad thing. I had a foule. I think that's how you say it. It's like F U L. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a beanie sort of. Yeah. You'd be a fool to not have it. You would um, be a fool not to lush. have it. It's um, lush. And that was delicious. So if you live in Birmingham, go to Damascena. There's one in Selly Oak. No, there's not. No, there's one in Harbour. Harbour. And there's one in the town centre. Delish. Um, just had a little, just got to get this off my chest. Go on. An experience that was negative with both fajitas and enchiladas. And Ugh. I know this probably isn't the place to do it because this is a. A podcast dedicated to loving fajitas and other Mexican food. Go that on. It was quite traumatic. It was really quite traumatic. <laughs> you are traumatised. So I came home the other day to cook Morgana fajitas. Went to buy the pack. Came back. Did all of the veg. It was all ready. I was like, put the wraps on. Just need to put the little spice packet in. Open up the packet. What's not there? The spice pack. So I just had the wraps and salsa. What are you meant to do? You it's the most the critical element, really, isn't it? I mean, that or the wraps. Ooh. Basically, where was it? tweeted out <laughs> they didn't even offer anything extra they just said bring back your with your receipt i was like well this has ruined my meal now i know and really just let us down i mean i was kind of angling for aldi to sponsor this podcast but after that i don't know maybe we could guilt trip them into it yeah we don't even, we don't want your sponsor out aldi if you can't produce proper beta kits one time in all my years i know so i'll be switching to aldo passive for good Although, oh. had a run-in with old... <laughs> the plot thickens. Had a run-in with old El Paso kits the other day. They've changed the enchiladas. So now you don't get a spice kit and you don't get two of the topping sauces. You get one red topping sauce and one weird creamy white topping sauce. But Ew. no seasoning for the... There's no seasoning. So it's just kind sense. of like tomato-y but wet but not that nice. So, yeah, I don't know what you're playing at, Old El Paso, but you need to sort it out because we want the seasoning pack back in the enchilada kit. 
Ridiculous. Um, That's my favourite meal of yours that you make me. I know. I do love enchiladas. But what about you? Hopefully it's more positive. That was just a, a little <laughs> Yeah, my consuming experience has been more positive. So I've been home for the past two days. Um, and my mum's a very good cook. She's very excited to have me back because we live in a house of all the boys are meat eaters and me and mum are veggies. So I think she's like, oh, yay. A like friend. I could cook something to, for you together. So um, me and my mum kind of do like, when we have a curry night, there are like different styles that we have like mm-hmm. all at once, like a platter, if you will. Yeah. So mum had some leftover um, like aubergine curry that okay. she'd made the other night. I know, yeah. So we had that. And then we also made up like a kind of, is it sagaloo when it's like potatoes and yeah, spinach yeah, yeah. and like mushrooms and all the spices? Delish. And then had them with like these. Have you tried the Sainsbury's um, lentil and spinach burgers? No. The Indian spice ones. Oh my god, they're so good. I will will do a night with them. Okay. They're lush, and we had that. And but when you're at home, you also have all the toppings. So there was like mango chutney, lime pickle, fresh coriander, fresh chilies. All this the is condiments. Very posh. Julie, yeah, you have the rice yourself. on the side. Usually we would have naans, but alas. But um, yeah, no, that was a delicious, luscious meal. I very much enjoyed that consumption. Mm, sounds good. But what about media wise, Elle? What have you been consuming? Um, I read a book. Shock. What do you mean? You're amazing at reading books. No, but like in the midst of uni life, yeah. I managed to read a book for pleasure. Um, it was called Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. And Cara, my housemate, lent it to me because I just didn't feel like doing uni work that day. So <laughs> I took a day off and read a book in the garden. That is, Can I just say, it was a normal-sized book. And I feel like I went out, came back, and Elle had finished the book. It I was just quite... I mean, you, you are a ridiculously fast reader. But it was a good book. Lisa yeah. Jewell, shout out to you. Your book was... I couldn't put it down. Went for the jog, was thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> came back, finished it. Um, but also, it was kind of interesting to read it after I'd just finished the Madeleine McCann documentary. Oh. And the premise of the book is, is basically this 15-year-old daughter is um, kidnapped or abducted. Um, and then the story ensues. And it's her, the mother's constant search for her throughout the years and the breakdown of her marriage and then kind of trying to work out what actually happened. But you also see the flip side. You see the daughter's perspective as well in the past um would really recommend it It was a good like nice easy thriller read um got a bit emotional in the middle oh well not not even that sad I was just really emotional I cried I was like what is wrong with me I was very turned (laughs) um yeah but so I read a book which I'm proud of podcast wise would recommend beyond today true crime how ethical is it oh I listened to that did you today yeah uh yeah yesterday I think yeah Yeah. what did you think of it I thought it was interesting yeah Yeah. I mean I'm still gonna binge watch true crime things because I'm obsessed yeah um I know it was interesting to think about like it's like the place where making a murderer all happened with Stephen Avery and how now it's become a bit of a tourist site Mm. and I do think like I've seen the trailer for the Zac Efron Ted Bundy thing Mm -hmm. and I do totally get the argument that it is glamorizing and people don't really think about the victims they're too busy like thirsting over ted bundy and like oh i just love serial killers i do think there is a bit of a fine line between oh i just love serial killer documentaries and, and oh then, i just love serial killers because yes. it does forget like that there are real victims yeah and i think that's interesting what you say about the ted bundy zac efron and like how obviously they have mentioned that they picked Zac Efron, who's like very good looking, mm. because Ted, Bu- Ted Bundy was attractive. And that's how he got his victims. And that's how he got his victims, so that was important. But I, I see what you mean about kind of like the fan base that develops around that certain serial killer. Exactly. And it made me think of when you just said that you, and yes. how a lot of people got obsessed with um, 
the guy from you. What's and, his real name? Um, Penn Badgley. Badgley. Yeah. And then they were tweeting him, and he was like, "Guys, don't thirst after I know. like a, exactly. a murderer." Everyone's like, like, "Oh, it's my problematic fave," and it's like, "Yeah, it's more problematic than fave. Yeah. You should just not." I get what go you mean, there. but I just I find them so interesting. True crime. I, I have you listened to the serial one that they talked about in the no. podcast about Adnan Said? No. So that's coming out as a documentary on oh. sky it'll do well they all do well yeah. they just tap into like a human obsession with murder and death and stuff mm. which is definitely there i told you about my death phase haven't i where i was obsessed with death when yes. i was like eight years no maybe i was younger than eight i might have been like seven God. and i was just so <laughs> interested by like anyone who died anything to do with death did you go to graveyards? Yes. Yeah. I used to I used to be like, Dad, can we go to the graveyard? How weird is that? That is so and weird. Like, yeah, you said I grew out of it though. But then Thank at the same God. time, I do think our modern society is quite scared of death as well. Like it is kind of put away and like aging old people are kind of put away, like, oh don't like don't look at them. Yeah. Whereas in olden days, like people died and we saw death much more, whereas now we don't really see it. So I so guess it is a bit more and like fant- yeah, yeah, a bit more fetishised in a way. Yeah, it was a weird phase, but I think I'm okay now. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. Um, and then I also listened to the Beyond Today, Dr. Evil, Why Is Consent Not Enough? So that was about the um, body modify modification guy. So he basically, he could do tattoos and piercings, but he did like extreme piercing and extreme tattoos. Ooh. And he got consent from the people that he did it on, mm. but then he's just been convicted for like grievous body harm or something to do with like basically it's illegal to body modify, but there wasn't anything in the law when he did it. And his his patients or whatever had consented to it, so it was kind of like an issue around that. That was really interesting, would recommend. Um, Watching wise, I have watched Fleabag. Yes, yeah, same. so much. And oh, fantastic. Do you fancy him? Um, I don't fancy him, but I'm rooting for it. Like, when they get together, I'm like, yes! Oh, it's so yeah. exciting. Um, and then I also watched Turn It Up Charlie, which is Idris Elba's oh, yeah. new Netflix. The DJ thing. Yeah, easy watch, easy watch. Yeah, good. Quite okay. amusing in some bits. The girl, I just can't... The girl is just quite... Her character is to be bratty, and that mm. very much comes across. It's quite jarring. But, I mean, it is quite entertaining. Um... And also watch the Amanda Knox Netflix. Yes, I've seen that. I think I saw it a few years ago. Yeah, with my I'm late mom. To the party. But that was really interesting. <laughs> I didn't mean to say, oh, yeah, come on, I'll get with the times. Still relevant, still relevant. Um, and then that just brought up sort of like linking again to Madeleine McCann. Yeah. The media scrutiny argument. Just because she doesn't smile. Like, it's so much on how you behave in the public eye, and the media can twist that. Yeah. So, yeah, those are what I've been doing. What about you? What's your consumption been like? Well, it hasn't been, considering it's been two weeks, it's actually been quite pitiful, but that's just because, you know, good student, just been consuming uh, the, the essays that I've been writing, really. Oh, cry. Um, I've also been listening to Beyond Today. I listened to the... Have, have you gone um, into it now? Yeah, I yeah. really have. Yeah. I listened to the Should Egg Freezing Be Free yes. episode. Interesting. Which was really interesting because I was kind of, like, I'm hearing lots of conversations about egg freezing at the moment and I'm kind of like, oh, this could be like a valid option. Mm-hmm. But then actually listening to the episode made me realise, like, the success rate is 18% and they know, like, that cannot be, like... Like a lot of the women who are doing it at the moment are older than the recommended age and blah mm. blah blah. So there are other factors, but eighteen percent—that is so, so low for something that costs seven to eight grand. And I don't know, like 
I can, I can definitely see both sides of the argument, but it's definitely a podcast worth listening to because the way I, the amount that I'd heard it be talked about, it was like, this is becoming a valid option for everyone, but it's yeah, still yeah. very much in the early, early stages. Yeah. So that was interesting. Listen to another Beyond Today, um, the one on black fishing. God, are we just sponsoring Beyond Today? I know. Oh, that's an around. older one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 That one. Um, which was really interesting, like about colorism and everything. Um, and women who are white pass passing is yeah yeah exactly color. and how like mixed race has become like desirable yeah desirable trend, exactly yeah. sexualized but apparently it's actually got a lot of foundation in history like with slavery and stuff um so that was really interesting also also listen to um do you know giovanna fletcher's podcast happy mum happy I baby to it, but yeah it's actually just quite feel good i don't know why maybe i'd watched a film or something about mothers or like we were having like a debate about breastfeeding or something in the house. But anyway, I was kind of in the mood. And I listened to her episode with Emma Freud. Oh, okay. Richard Curtis's... Yeah, yeah Scarlett um, Curtis's mum. Yeah, mm-hmm. Richard Curtis's wife. Who And she's been on Love Stories. And also, I just want her life. She's so nice, I she? want her career. And I want her life. Like, I just... She's a script editor. She does stuff for Comic Relief. Like, obviously worked with Richard Curtis and all the best films. Like about um about time, which we've mentioned before, love actually. Like I just think she's brilliant and she's so funny and yeah, really good mum. Worth listen. Watching wise, um, painfully little. Oh What's that? We watched um so Elle left for Easter. She left the house a little bit before me. But in her place in comes her boyfriend Ben. Shout out to Ben. (laughs) (laughs) So like Ben was round. And so we decided um to stick on School of Rock. As an ode to Elle well, and her I, Jack Black no, impression. Rudely doodly doo. <laughs> See, she's so good at it. So we were like, even though Elle's not with us, she can be with us through Jack Black. Um, so we watched School of Rock and that was really funny. Um, and I've also been watching a bit of Queer Eye. Like I've never seen that. Never seen it? No. Oh, oh, it's very feel good. Okay. Like, you, you've kind of got to be in the mood for like a bit of a pick-me-up and just like a gay makeover, but it is... It is really funny, actually. I do I do enjoy a okay. good eye. And that's all that I've been consuming. Not what much. are you What are you looking forward to? Because I feel like at the moment, we're at that stage where we can't really keep oh, doing all this I, extra reading or watching. I know. I'm so excited. In a month's time, I hand in all my essays and I can read for pleasure. So excited. I'm so excited. And just, and yes, there's so much TV. Fiction. Exactly. I can get away from dystopian fiction. Um, yeah, no, there are so many... Th- Things that I'm excited for, like Game of Thrones is coming back. I know you're not really into that, L. Um, no. <laughs> Do you see Audrey finished it though? Yeah. <laughs> Audrey um, on the receipts was like slagging off how she didn't want to watch Game of Thrones, but also didn't want to miss out on the movement. <laughs> it was just pure FOMO, yeah, and so she, she watched, watched the whole all. thing. That's dedication, that just is. out of FOMO. But I'm excited for that. That's the last series. Big Little Lies series two is coming back. I in haven't June. seen the last three episodes of series one. We will I've watch together. Book, yeah, no, great stuff. Okay. That's something I'm really looking forward to as well. The first book I read as soon as I finish my work is going to be a Leanne Moriarty book. I just what is it? Love Nine Perfect Strangers, the new one. That's yeah, out. but yeah. I haven't even read, got through all the old ones yet. That she's just got really feel good books. This is the author of Big Little Lies. She's just 
I really love her stuff. But don't read Truly Madly Guiltily. That's not very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just a, noted. Just a pointer there. Noted. Um, and also for my B-Day, Elle and the rest of the housemates got me Lily Allen's book, No Shame. So I'll be enjoying that as well. That was a calculated present. I know. Elle Loki got a present <laughs> for herself because she knows I'm going to lend it to her. <laughs> I was just like, everyone in the house was like, oh, what else do you want? I was like, she really, you know, she really wants the book. <laughs> she went by for herself. And then I was just thinking, I'm just going to borrow this from you on holiday. To be fair, I did the same with Vanity Fair Diaries. Still want to yeah. borrow. <laughs> Um, what about you, Elle? What are you looking forward to consuming when I we're out of SA Hell? Really mm-hmm. want to watch the new Netflix series coming out in April. I think it's April the 12th it comes out. It's called Special. And I saw an advertisement for it on um, Netflix. Twitter's, Netflix's Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Googled it and basically it doesn't come out yet, but I've watched the trailer. And essentially it follows this, it's like a drama, not a drama, just like a normal series. It's not a um, documentary, it's not a drama, it's just... What would you even is say? Is it funny? Yeah, I think it's meant to be funny. It's like a com- comedy drama? Rommy, That's comedy, comedy... Fleabag's a comedy drama. A comedy drama. Okay. Okay, that just sounded weird to say. Com-drum. It's a com-drum. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it follows a guy who is both gay and has um, cerebral palsy. Ooh. And just like navigating his life. and But it, it looks really feel-good and funny but also informative so i'm really excited for that to come out um and i also want to watch the bbc documentary on the murder of jill dando who was a as i believe television presenter who was murdered like literally in front of her house and no one's ever been able to um find out who did it there's not really any clues so i really want to watch that it came out this week which looks really interesting. Following yeah. on from my true crime. Yeah, I was just going to say, obsession. you're very into it. How ethical is true crime now? I'm still going to watch it though. Um, I made my parents watch Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh time. yeah. They, their reactions were so funny. Like, I just couldn't stop laughing. But it, re-watching it, I was just like, this is just mad. Like, you genuinely couldn't make it out. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. Oh my God, you've got to watch it. I know. I just struggle to get into the mood. Like, I'm actually different. I'm not obsessed with these serial killer things. I really have to be in the mood to watch it. In fact, I usually only watch it if, like, you or Lil would put it on and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're watching I'll this. I'll sit with you <laughs> Much rather turn to a queer eye. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's it for me. Um, but yeah, what we've got on this weekend. So Morgana is staying... Here I am in Elle's, well, I would say humble abode, but it's not. Show home. Very nice home. <laughs> um, and Rach and Ellie are joining us as well today. They're we're, en route right now. Yeah, we're going to have a chilli and then we're going out on the town tomorrow in Rygate Town. I'm very excited. Crazy. It's going to be madness. It will be good. But you'll hear all about it in the next episode. Sorry there's going to be such a delay. We do love you guys. But... Um, yeah. For heaters tonight. I mean, we've just, it, it's uni life, I'm afraid. Yeah. It'll be over very soon. It'll be over a bit too soon. I know. But once we've, we've finished up, because we finish relatively early, we've we got do. about two months until. You know what that means, guys? Bumper episodes. There's going to be an episode. Two a, a week. Day. Yeah, literally. <laughs> be reading three books a day. I know. Um, but yeah, thank you for sticking with us and um, poking us to do this episode. We were planning it, but. The demand, it's nice to know we've got a little bit of a demand out there. Um, we just wanted to remind you, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. Um, we've had some really nice reviews on there recently and also we've been privately messaged each from like random people that we don't know, which is amazing. It's so nice to know the podcast is like getting out there beyond our little cer- social circles. Um, we are just doing this obviously for a bit of fun. Um, just to chat to <laughs> with, This really. is just our normal chats. We've just got a recorder. Yeah, here. exactly. So um, it's not like we're trying to be big or anything, but it is lovely to hear that other people are enjoying it. Um, so yeah, spread the word. 
We love us, hearing your feedback. Yes, give us any feedback, message us directly or leave a comment. But yeah, we will see you in about two weeks. So have a great time on the break. Bye. Bye.